How much is health insurance costing you? Today, we're going to discuss whether or not a high deductible plan with a health savings account is really an affordable option for your family. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. When we talk about optimizing expenses here on Simplify and Enjoy, there are a few ground rules. One, personal finance is personal, so your budget and the exact way you spend is going to reflect your family's priority and goals. Two, find ways to automate the tedious stuff because you have better ways to spend your time. Three, talk about money regularly and see it as a tool, not the goal. And then finally, we focus on the big wins. So while I do recommend shifting small habits, I'm not going to spend a ton of time telling you to skip the lattes, avocado toast, or whatever the personal finance police are harping on. If you are limited on time and mental bandwidth, which is the default for many parents and families, I highly recommend you focus on the big wins. Look at those monthly bills that eat up a good chunk of your paycheck. Of course, it varies by family, but there are some expenses that typically top many families' lists, including housing, transportation, food, childcare, and health insurance. And they each deserve their own episodes. And we're going to get into some of them later on. But today, we're discussing health insurance. How much are you paying for health insurance? According to the Milliman Medical Index Report, for a typical family of four, their estimated health insurance costs were over $28,000 for 2018. And the average monthly premiums for a family of four is around $1,200. Now listen, I am not telling you to skimp or skip on health insurance because it is essential. One trip to the ER can set you back if you're not covered. But is there a way to keep it affordable? One option you may have heard about or seen offered at work is a high deductible plan along with a health savings account. You see the lower premiums and you might think this is perfect for us. But is that really the case? When we were looking at our own plans during open enrollment last year, I did some digging and I talked with financial planner Michael Dinich about the pros and cons. And then Joe Mecca from Coastal was kind enough to join me for today's episode to share his process for deciding whether or not to sign up for the high deductible health plan and health savings account. In this episode, we're looking at how high deductible health plans and health savings accounts work some scenarios to consider before you make the switch, and how to run the numbers and find out if it's right for you. Let's get started. Okay, so this is something that we had to figure out ourselves. Over the past few years, we noticed that our health insurance premiums were going up, and if you're parents, you know those family plans are not cheap. So when open enrollment came along and there were plans that were offered, we really reviewed the numbers. Now, of course, Every company is going to be different with what plans they offer, but for this episode, I'm just going to use some of the numbers we were looking at when we were making a decision. 
So at my husband's job, they had three plans for families. They had a basic plan, the plus plan, and the high deductible plan. And with the basic family plan, the deductible was going to be $5,000, but the monthly premium is going to be $800. The plus plan was going to be $2,500 for the deductible, so half that cost, but the monthly premium was going to be over $1,000. And then for the high deductible plan, we were looking at $5,000 being our deductible, but the monthly premium would drop to $500 a month. So with a high deductible plan to get this low monthly premium, which sounds great, you're saving hundreds of dollars each month, you have to be okay with bearing more of the burden. Those primary care visits, excluding preventative annual well visits, that would be all on you. Prescriptions, all on you. Hospital visits, pretty much all on you until you hit that deductible. So you're taking on more risk to get that lower monthly premium. Now that in itself isn't a bad thing if you're fairly healthy and you don't have a lot of healthcare related expenses, but it's something you should seriously consider. Now with the high deductible health plans, typically what's offered with it is a health savings account. Now you might be familiar with a flex spending account. It's where you set aside money each year for those eligible health expenses, but if you don't use it, you lose it at the end of the year. With the health savings plan though, Whatever you don't use, you still get to keep. It can then grow over the years. And the way that it's constructed, you can use this for health expenses during retirement if you don't deplete it while you're working, which can be a fantastic win. And there's also some great tax benefits that come along with have a health savings account. And you can contribute a pretty significant amount of money into your HSA for families That's up to $7,000. And your employer may offer a benefit for contributing to an HSA. So basically, that's free money that you can use for your healthcare expenses or to grow your account for when you need it. So you might be thinking, you know what? We have a pretty decent savings already. So if we can get the high deductible plan, take that savings and redirect it to the HSA account, we'll be pretty good. So let's make the switch. But you want to hold off. There's some things you really want to consider before you switch to high deductible plan. When I was talking with financial planner Michael Dinich about how families can save money on their health insurance, he really honed in on how important it is to run the numbers, look at your past expenses to make sure that this is the right move for you. The most important thing is is having, um, is for people having a budget Mm-hmm. and having a sense of what their health insurance expenses are each year. And that can be hard, especially for young families, because a lot of them aren't routinely using a lot of uh, medical expenses. So, you know, the first step is really to kind of start with a budget, get a sense of what your ex- you know, expenses are expected to be. And really, people want to focus on how much they could feel comfortable with if they had to pay out of pocket what they feel comfortable paying for. And then after you look at the numbers with the out of pocket expenses and the deductibles, you also want to look at any chronic health problems that you or members of your family have and also the prescriptions. If you switch plans, how much would that cost out of pocket? As Michael Dinich pointed out, 
it can mean a big difference whether or not you go with the high deductible plan. Well, I, th- I think they need to be real honest with their, uh, you know, about their situation, their health situation. You know, I think that some people, you know, maybe bite off a little more than they can chew. And so they go to a high deductible plan and then they don't have the savings to kind of back it up and then they get themselves, they get themselves in trouble. If you're, ex- if you know that you're extremely sickly, mm-hmm. you know, you have ongoing medical issues, then a high deductible, a high deductible plan is probably not the best course of, you know, action for you. You'd probably be better with a PPO if you have a lot of ongoing, uh, ongoing, you know, health maintenance issues. Yeah. However, for most younger people uh, that, that don't have ongoing health issues, you know, they would probably be better served with a health savings account and a high deductible plan. So hopefully you feel a little more confident on figuring out if switching to a high deductible plan with a health savings account is the right move for you, if it's going to make healthcare more affordable. I admit though, it's not easy to switch. Sometimes you're afraid of the unknown, but it can mean significant savings. For us, the money that we save is now redirected into that health savings account. So even though on the surface, it looks like we're paying a little less than what we were doing with the PPO, a huge chunk of that money is staying with us. Now it's in the health savings account. Since thankfully right now, we don't have any major healthcare expenses. It is growing and should we need it, it's right there for us. I was talking to Joe from Coastal and he was also explaining to me that it can be a little bit tricky to make that switch. He gave me his account of how he decided whether or not to make the move. Well, actually, the first year that so Coastal mm-hmm. offers an HSA account um, for our employees as well. Um, but the first year that we offered it, I actually didn't sign up for it, mm-hmm. um, thinking that it was going to cost me more. Ah. But the second year, I stopped and I actually sat down to do the math because I, you know, the HSA had a lower premium than mm-hmm. the I think it was a PPO account at the time. Um, but also, I was making contributions into a flex account, mm-hmm. which uh, really was kind of use it or lose it money. And I was finding myself at the end of every year trying to scramble to use any unspent funds that were in that account. So I actually sat down and I did the math and I calculated, okay, what's the difference between, you know, what am I saving on the premium, the difference there, and then what am I putting into that flex account? And would I be better off taking the high deductible plan with a lower mm-hmm. premium and then putting the difference plus the um, money that I was putting in the flex account into a health savings account where I'd be able to benefit from that, not just that year, but in the long term. Um, I did the math and it actually worked out to my favor. So I uh, switched over to the HSA account right then and there, and I've been on it ever since. Now, when I was digging around and finding more about health savings account and those high deductible plans, I discovered that you don't necessarily have to go with your employer's plan. Maybe they don't offer an incentive like contributing extra money into your account. In that case, you might be better off finding another provider. And there are different options, including looking at your bank or credit union. And the good news is it isn't as hard as you think it is. Um, It's pretty simple. It's just as easy as opening up... um any other account, you can even do it online. The only real difference between opening an HSA and let's say a checking or savings account is that you do have to provide some sort of documentation that shows you're eligible for an HSA, which means you have mm-hmm. to have um, paperwork showing that you you participate in a high deductible health plan. Um, but beyond that, it's just as easy. You can do it online. You can do it in any branch. Um, and you just get that documentation from your, your insurance provider that shows that you do have a qualifying plan and then you're able to start 
contributing to that. Um, you can do payroll deduction, you can mm -hmm. do direct deposit, um, or transfer into it from another account. It's pretty simple. And then you get paperwork at the end of the year for your taxes that would show that what you contributed and you're able to deduct that from your taxes at the end of the year. I hope this episode helps you feel comfortable and confident about your healthcare choices. I want to make sure that you have more affordable options available while still having the coverage that you need. If you have any questions, please email me l at simplifyandenjoy.com or you can ping me on social media. I'm at Simplify Enjoy on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to chat with other families that's trying to make the leap into financial freedom and independence while raising kids and want to swap ideas on saving money, please check out our free and private Facebook group called Thriving Families. We'd love to see you there. Special thanks to Joe for being a part of the show. If you're living in the Triangle area here in North Carolina and you're looking for a better option for your money, please check out Coastal. You can find out what they offer and see if it's a good fit for you at bankbetter.org. We've been with them for years and love it. We're not getting nickel to dime with fees and we're actually earning money on our savings. And I want to say thank you to Michael Dinich for his help. It was wonderful having someone talk to me and explain some of the pros and cons of these high deductible plans and health savings accounts. If you want to find out more about Michael and the work he's doing, please go to yourmoneygeek.com. Next week, we're going to look at another big expense families have, their food bill. I don't know about you, but I love food. And while I want to keep my spending in check, I'm not willing to go with basic and bland foods. We love having friends over for smoked ribs or brisket, carnita tacos topped with veggies, including jalapenos from the backyard garden we have here. And even when we're crunched for time, we try to find ways to have a tasty dinner in about 15 minutes. So next week, I'm going to share, along with a few other frugal foodies, some of our best tips on how to eat well on a budget. So if you don't want to miss out, please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you prefer to grab your shows. The music in this episode is by Lee Rosevere. And finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. You are awesome and fantastic and wonderful. And I am grateful that you're listening. And if you think this show can help someone out with their finances and balancing family, please Leave a review on iTunes. It makes it easier for families to find these shows. And thank you very much. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.